0: Yesterday, we saw the rise of the hashtag Thought Audit. For those that aren't familiar, a thought means that hoe over there. It's a slang term. What was happening was young men were reporting cam girls to the IRS for tax evasion. For those that aren't familiar, what these women do online is they'll often show flesh, their body parts and things of that nature, if you know what I mean, trying to avoid direct innuendo, but I have to say it. they, they do this for money, right? So they'll claim you get a photo of this body part or this body part for this amount of money. And they do what's called premium Snapchat, where if you send them money on PayPal, they'll show you something on Snapchat. Well, apparently many of these women aren't entirely familiar with how taxes work. So people started reporting them to the IRS and thus There is now this big backlash from people on the left saying that it's incels and misogynists targeting women, but you actually have some moderate and centrist women saying, hey, it's not cool, why are you snitching on people? So today, let's take a look at that story briefly, because I'm being joined by Sargon Avakad, aka Carl Benjamin, and we're going to have a discussion about why young men are doing this why they're so resentful, and what we feel is happening in society between the dynamics of men and women. But before we get started, please head over to patreon.com forward slash TimCast if you want to support my work. Patrons are the backbone of the content I create, so if you like these videos and you want to see more, then please go to patreon.com forward slash TimCast and become a patron today. Let's start by taking a quick look at the story before we jump over and talk to Sargon Akkad. This from news.com.au, right-wing trolls report online sex workers to tax authorities in Thought Audit. Online sex workers have slammed a viral campaign by right-wing incels and men's rights activists to mass report them to tax authorities. The hashtag Thought Audit, which appears to have been started by a Facebook user calling themselves David Wu, began to trend on Sunday after being promoted by controversial pickup artist Roosh V. Online thoughts are finding out that all income generated from their body parts is taxable. This created a bit of a controversy with many people saying that you didn't have to pay taxes unless you made a certain amount, but many people were actually incorrect. It is taxable income. The story ends by saying certified public accountant Kenneth Hester chimed in saying, yes, this is a statutory taxable income, but that in order to receive the reward, the whistleblower is required to provide the taxpayer's social security number to the IRS. Now, I think there's a lot of issues with what's going on here. And in order to break it down, I called Sargon of Akkad to have a discussion about the dynamics between men and women and why there are men who are reporting these women.
1: The, th- the problem isn't really about tax evasion, obviously. the This this is a a cover for a, a social malady that I think has been affecting many young men across the West in the, in the generation that came after ours. Um, and I think that generally it's... A problem that is very difficult to talk about because as soon as you start talking about it, it's very easy to say, well it's very easy to kind of stonewall and say, Well, that's not a real issue. You shouldn't be upset about that. And the so, things- so,
0: but specifically, like the idea of this, why are people reporting the thoughts, the cam girls? It's because at, at least my understanding, and I don't want to be dismissive of anyone's real, real, you know, concerns over this, but you've got young men. Who are upset that these women are making a living doing nothing they flaunt this there are some images where you could see these women on the beaches and the maldives laughing saying dumb men losers pay for this for me and yeah. there's young men who are resentful for that uh and, and another thing too i think is really important to bring up is that a lot of the anger stemmed from twitch which was a gaming community mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden twitch started embracing these women who do overtly sexual things for money and that starts to encroach on the gaming community. But Twitch loves it. They're making money, right? Sure. And so now you actually see people on Twitch, these IRL streamers who are like doing squats and like leaning over so you can see their, you know, their, their boobs or whatever. They're, they're obviously doing this for, for, you know, sexual reasons as, you know, to promote their other cam girl work. And Twitch, even though it's against the rules, ignores this and actually goes after other people. That's, that started, I think, last year when some guy went on this rant about it. And now this is where it all bubbled up. And so that, I think, kind of addresses some of the root of the concern. And
1: yeah, and me, just, to, just yeah. to be clear, the, it wasn't just that the guy went on a rant about it as well. He got banned for that rant. Yeah. He got banned for just saying this. And, I mean, the, I think the problem is that you, you can say, well, this is petty and small-minded and built off envy and things like this. But at the end of the day, if this is something that a large number of people are feeling, then we should probably explore the reasons for it.
0: It's a free market. You know, really? it, 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 I see a lot of people, for, first of all, the important thing that needs to be said is nothing's going to happen. The right. IRS is likely not going to do anything. What people don't seem to understand, because I actually dealt with this, you know, listen, there is a fine line between being a cam girl and being a YouTuber, right? The difference is I, I'm enticing young men with stories of migration and news and politics, and the women are, you know, pulling down their low-cut tops. Yeah. But there's there's a, there's a fine line, right? We're, we're in a, we're in the same we're in a relatively similar space, but we're providing a different kind of content, but our revenue streams are relatively similar. And so I actually I went to the uh, to a tax prep person, a couple of them, and they straight up said it's all taxable, but what you get from these companies is already reported to the IRS anyway, right? So in 2013, I, I accidentally overlooked a payout that I got from, from AdWords, from YouTube, and it was like a couple grand. All that happened was a year and a half later, I got a letter saying, you forgot to pay taxes on this income. And I went, oop, and I you know wrote a check and sent it to him. And I'm seeing a lot of these tweets where they're like, you know, the, the, the one tweet that kind of started this is the woman saying, I'm being audited why you know who who reported me and i i really really doubt that has anything to do with anyone reporting her the irs isn't going to just audit a bunch of random people because a screenshot was sent in and so what i think what's, what's frustrating to me about this is that it just feels like it feels and i, and I know people are going to get mad about this cuz i'm going to draw a, a connection to antifa it feels like an emotional reaction where people feel like they're taking on a symbol of what you know causes them strife or they feel is unfair but mm-hmm. it's not actually doing anything, right? Yes. And, and uh, on, on top of that, there are a few women on Twitter who are actually relatively pro-free speech libertarian centrists who are now being targeted and made fun of. And I'm like, why? Because they do, you know, online camgirling. Like, that's like prostitution's the oldest profession. You know, yes. I'm, I'm. I when I was younger, yeah, I gotta say, I'll say this: when I was a teenager, it was frustrating to go and work at an airport where I'd make about $40 per day take home after, after lifting, you know, 50, 10, 10, tens of thousands of pounds, backbreaking labor, well, not backbreaking, but heavy lifting, you know, loading planes and being a yeah. grunt and being insulted. And then I can see all of these young women with, with, with an, without an iota of that hardship, just working bartending jobs, making 10 times as much money. A friend of mine went to college to become, uh, you know, in a science degree, Ends up working doing heating and air conditioning, and his sister became a pizza server making two hundred bucks a night. He's making forty bucks a day, yeah. so there, there, there is this resentment, and I think that's what's bubbling up now. At the same time, I kind of just accept it. That's what life is. Young women are attractive, and and men want to give them money, and young men are considered disposable, worthless, and you know they're not worth anything.
1: What do you, you can do? see where the resentment's coming from, though, can't you? Oh, I, 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 I mean, can feel it. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, it's palpable, and and the and. The thing is, I I can't even say to these guys they don't have a legit grievance. They do. They absolutely do. I mean, there's there is undoubtedly. I mean, na- nature hasn't been fair. I think is the most important thing to remember. I mean, and what? and I want to so. The what I I believe that nature yeah. is deeply unfair, and when it comes to young men and women, they haven't given them an even hand but when it comes to older men and older women the hand is still not even either but it's reversed it, it exactly. and it, this there was a there was an actress a french actress at, i don't know some cans film festival or something and someone had sent me this article because they couldn't believe that this woman was complaining that men she was complaining about older men and how the older actors around her had gravitas you know they they had authority because of their years in the cinema, and because she she was old and she'd lost her looks, she felt worthless. And it's like, well, okay, well now you know exactly how these young men are feeling when you've got young women who are beautiful and you know able to easily take advantage of this beauty at very very little expense to themselves and difficulty themselves. I mean, you know, I I don't want to call it prostitution because I don't think it is full on prostitution. But the only alternative, if not camgirling, to do this kind of thing probably would actually be prostitution, which stripping. is yeah stripping, prostitution yeah exactly. But something physical a difference yeah there is there is but it, it's something physical where you have to be exposed to the gaze of lots of other people. You know you've got to be in public. It takes a bit more bravery than doing it in your bedroom, I would say. But the point is, <clears throat> and also you've got a much more limited audience there as well. You know, you, I don't know how many people they have watching them, but surely it's in the thousands if you're a popular girl. Um, so you can end up probably making quite a lot of money for very little investment. And you are going on holiday saying, well, losers paid for my holiday. That's true. But I mean... You can see why they would feel like they're being taken advantage of, and they, you could you could see why they feel the scales are weighted against them. And in previous eras, I mean, these same physical uh, states were in you know things that people had to live through, but we had more restrictive social structures that prevented women from exploiting this, and in their in their age, it prevented men from exploiting their wealth and power.
0: I I, I kind of disagree. Oh, right? I, I, I know one thing you said to me was that these people would be married at some point, right?
1: Yeah, no, well, yeah, well, like one of the, back in the, one of the day... things I was going to say is, yeah, so what what I was going to say is the, the social norms, say 50 or 60 years ago, um, by by the age of like 20, these people probably would have been married to one another. So the woman wouldn't want to exploit her sexuality to make money and the man would go out and do a job that would enough for both both people and support the family and that that was the the norm for quite some time up until the modern era and now people have to figure out how to deal with these things but what, what was your disagreement but, but how
0: many how many you know cam girls twitch thoughts are there really you know may, let, let's say there's thousands thousands uh, out of the ten, hundreds or
1: well, tens but, but of thousands how, I, I don't know i don't no, follow I'm the sure. communities you know but surely right, right,
0: right.
1: There, but, surely but, but, there must be let's Huge tens of enormous.
0: thousands sounds fair, right? I, yeah. I, I doubt there's hundreds, but tens of thousands, maybe even high tens of thousands, between Europe and the U.S. and and I, I would imagine to a lesser extent in, or maybe more uh, a greater extent in Japan and e- and East Asia and things like that. Yeah. But these people have always existed, right? They call prostitution the world's oldest profession. Sure. I think, like, certainly there are many women who are doing this, but I think 99.9% of women are just doing normal things like they've always done. Yeah. Of you know, course. I think. When, when you're online, it's easy to see these high-profile individuals. And you know, here, here's what happens on, on Twitter and, and, and Facebook and YouTube. When, when people go on Twitter and someone will tweet something like, I sure do love cheeseburgers, they get 30 responses from people saying cheeseburgers are, you know, are bad, you're a monster. And this yeah. person then thinks everyone feels that way when it was just this 130, this is actually how the, the regressive left is able to be so influential. They're they're microscopic. I mean, we've seen the studies. It's less than 8% of the population of, of the U.S., mostly wealthy white people. But because they're so, you know, loud, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. These companies believe there are more of them than there really are. And the same is true for what we're seeing now. For me, it's like it just feels like an, an emotional reaction to – I mean, look, man, if, well, if hang I was –
1: let me let me jump in there, you you're absolutely right you you're completely right it's an emotional reaction um but i think it's important to remember that the um the cam girls and I, honestly i think there probably might be hundreds of thousands of them i mean like i i don't see why i, I suspect there are probably many that we don't see just because I don't operate in those circles. I don't know whether you do, but I'm sure you don't, sort of thing. Uh, but all all across the world, suddenly it's it's a very profitable and easy thing to do for women in like second and third yes. world countries to be able to. do. So let, let me let, and,
0: let me let me interject real quick too. Oh yeah, what, sure. what they what they do on Tinder is they'll have a Tinder profile and then say you know PayPal me money. So you're right. It, it it probably is. They're probably smaller tiers who still make money doing this.
1: Yeah, yeah. But the the I think the important thing to remember is that making money out of it is the tip of the iceberg because what it is is. It's, it's about social power and influence, I think. And so, the, like, you've got, the, you've got the section that make money out of it, which are undoubtedly a small section. But then beneath that, you've got a huge section of young women who are using social media to basically be attention whores, you know, to get likes and retweets and favorites from just, you know, they're not, they're not prostituting themselves. They're just showing a bit of cleavage or, you know, a certain pose and all this sort of thing. And I think it's speaking to a social malady that, wasn't present before social media well, I mean, so I mean, and, let me tell no, no, finish it. Go ahead, go ahead. yeah and and so i think that this is there's a huge amount of resentment that's built up because of this and you can look at some um, i can't remember the i can't remember which dating site it was but they they, they released a bunch of data and from this data it was shown that Something like um, twenty percent of the men get eighty percent of the women, because and 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 women value women thought that like something like seventy or eighty percent of men were below average in attractiveness, which obviously doesn't make any sense as a statement. And so, I think that I think the scales have been weighted in one favor over another at this point. For now, I think. For now.
0: So, so first, let me, let me tell this story to, to kind of agree with you, but then I'm going to bring up a point. Yeah. There was, uh, it was maybe like six, seven years ago. I, I go on YouTube and I see this young woman who's getting millions of views, playing guitar and singing covers. And I'm, I'm, a, music, I'm, I'm a musician, so I was like, man, how can I do that? So I, I, just, I, I do tons of research. I looked at her channel. I looked at how she started. And it was a really interesting thing that happened. I, I looked at oldest first, because I always like to see when people started, what was their first video. And mm. she got only a few thousand views on her cover songs. One day all of a sudden it went from like 5,000 to a million. These two videos just one it was a day it was it was within like a, few, a couple of days she does a cover song 5,000 views a million views. And from then on every video is getting hundreds of thousands to millions and there was one one change she made. And it was she used to wear t-shirts and she switched to a low cut top. And I saw that and I kind of laughed and I'm like, "Yep." Everybody I, it's kind of like a, a fact, you know, a lot of the original YouTubers would use you know, hot women in their thumbnails to get yep. the clicks and it worked. And yep. so what ended up happening, YouTube had to change this, make it against the rules because you'd have videos about, you know, news and the thumbnail was just a woman in a bikini for no reason. In fact, I I don't know if Casey Neistat uh, believes this because I, I don't want to m- misquote him, but I think this is the case. One of his biggest viral videos, make it count. The thumbnail is two beautiful women posing in bikinis while he takes their picture and has make it count. That's, the guy knows what he's doing you know it's good marketing whether or not he did it on purpose that's what wor- that works it drives traffic the video was fantastic it goes viral and so this works right i kind of forgot what my other point was going to be well th-
1: but this, this is a great point uh to, to to for me to go on because that that's exactly the problem this is exactly the advantage that women have in the marketplace when they're young that the older actress was complaining that she doesn't have when she's older and I mean, the, her point about gravitas, that's not something you can give someone. That's something you have to earn. And that's something that young men earn over their youth because they don't have the the natural physical advantages that a young woman has when it comes to being the center of attention. Uh, a man has to essentially work on himself as a person, eventually, to when he becomes like 40 or 50, to then have that kind of gravitas that people are drawn to because of his experience. And if women... I mean, it, it's not just an easy ride either you know we're like a woman taking advantage of her looks rather than building her person for the, the entirety of the youth that she has that leaves her up the creek in later life because she hasn't built up that kind of gravitas she hasn't worked on herself as a person and so she now doesn't have anything to offer because her looks have faded it's, again nature isn't fair but,
0: but i i wonder what percentage of the workforce and, and, but that, again, that's why we have uh, – that's why divorce courts favor women. That's why there's alimony and, yeah. and, and typically favors women because that was the point. You know, Back in the day when women were primarily homemakers, if they got a divorce, the woman can't do anything. I mean she's too old to in a family. What are going to do? So the guy's got to continue to pay. That's the, the social contract. That's changing. Yeah. And so I, there, there are absolutely a lot of women who are – I mean I think most millennial women now. There are some studies showing that millennial women are out-earning millennial men. Absolutely. Uh, one one study I found said in Atlanta, particularly, the gap is massive. Like uh, millennial mm-hmm. women are earning something like twenty percent more than millennial men. Yep. And then and they're they're, and they're then,
1: succeeding in schools. They're the majority of universities. Men are failing in all of these things. They're they're falling behind in wages, and yet people still talk about feminism as if it's something people need.
0: But here, but here's the thing, and and to an extent, I can I can agree with that. But I think it also comes down to the individual men, right? Yes. When I was younger, I was. From the south side of chicago high school dropout i was homeless periodically and so one of the most frustrating things for me i had several several instances and i actually got into an argument with a really well-known feminist and we're you know uh, and i think i helped kind of shed some some light on the plight of the young man and i said i was homeless no one cared no one offered me support i was actually looked down upon people wouldn't want to hang out with me and i what, what could i do i was a poor kid from the south side of chicago i i had no options i tried going and finding jobs and I went to uh, it was an area called Wrigleyville in uh, Chicago, where it's where Wrigley Stadium is. And it's all these bars on Clark Street. And I went to every single one. I'm an intelligent, articulate young man. I had resumes. And I said, you know, I'm just looking for some you know, potential bar back, maybe uh, a cleaning job, dishes, whatever you, whatever you can offer. I'm just looking to do some general, you know, low-level work. And they all said, thank you, have a nice day. And there was one bar where the guy was dead honest. And he was like, he's like, look, kid, let me I was I was about 21 at the time. He's like, let me be honest with you, man. He's like, you, have you noticed something about all these bars, about the women who are cleaning, who are serving or bartending or about the employees? He's like they're all women. Right. We you're, you're not going to find a place that's going to hire a young man to do that. They hire women. And so luckily, this guy took pity on me and said, I'll tell you what, though, man. Uh, cause I was like, look, dude, I'm desperate. You know, I'm, I'm going everywhere. I'm trying to find, figure this out. I'm trying to make it work. And so he, he said, just come in on the busy nights and I'll hook you up 50 bucks to just make sure, you know, the tables are cleared. And I was lucky. Yeah, and, yeah. but, but for me to see how much money these, these bartender women were making a couple hundred bucks a night working for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And I was getting 50 bucks to run around and pick up their glasses for them and do all that stuff. Yeah. And I was like, but, but you know what I, I was, I, it made me kind of resentful. I was like, it made me angry. I ended up getting a security job where I just got yelled at and made no, no, like $7 an hour. And the women were at the counter making all the money, doing all the tips. And all the guys who were 30 were throwing money at them. And then there was, there was a couple other things in my life. I wanted to do gymnastics when I was younger.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: all the programs were only for girls. So I was like, why can't I do? Sorry, you can't do it. And then there was another really, really big moment that really pissed me off was when this famous yoga instructor who met a few friends of mine offered free classes to the group. It's like there's, there's four of us. And she goes, why don't you all come down and do yoga at my event? And I was really excited. I'm like, that sounds awesome. And she looked at me and said, oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's for women only. And so I've, I, I experienced that. But what I realized is if I just focus on these areas where I've been excluded, I'm never going to succeed. I'm not going to go and mm-hmm. bang on the door and demand they let me in. So I was like, I'm just going to look. This is the world. This is how it works. I've got to figure it out. So when I hear that, you know, men are not doing as good in school or they're not, they're not graduating as much, they're not making as much money as millennials, I don't I don't appreciate like when they do the thought audit thing. I'm like, that just sounds like exactly what the regressive left, the intersectional feminists do, what Antifa does. I, granted, oh. violence is totally different from reporting someone to the authorities for sure. But yeah. it feels like an emotional reaction instead of saying, you know what, the world is as it is and I have to figure out how to navigate it to succeed. Instead of pointing, you know, just taking your anger out on other people because it works for them, well, you know, it,
1: it is, it is exactly that. And uh, but I mean, I can't find it in my heart to begrudge on that. I, I I genuinely do feel like, you, like you said, you know, I I've, been through, for sure. I, I've been, I've been, I've been throwing that before myself. Like before I went to university, I, I lived in Newquay, which is a, a party town in the UK in Cornwall, and I had exactly the same experience. You know, I couldn't get a job waiting tables or like serving behind the bar. They always wanted women behind the bar, so. I, I, you know, I, I ended up getting jobs doing like kitchen portering and stuff, cleaning dishes for kind of like three pounds an hour or something, you know, a te- terrible wage. Um, I, I personally didn't become resentful about it I, because I was going off to university and I just knew it was a shit job I had to do to, to earn some money. But I, I, I can't, I mean, we didn't have social media at the time, you know, all I, I wasn't watching all of my classmates, my female classmates becoming kind of like local so, social media superstars just by showing a bit of flesh. And, you know, I wasn't becoming resentful because all the hard work I might have been doing on the internet was going to waste. You know, no one was paying attention. Everyone was clicking on the thumbnail of the the, the woman with the big boobs. So I can see why they're annoyed. And, I mean, in previous eras, society had mechanisms designed to pay, like, to, to be aware of the the situation that young men and young women find themselves in. And it was you know, I mean, it evolved this way, but it was understood that there should be some way of integrating young men into the social structures that we have. And obviously, they weren't designed specifically to exclude women or anything like that. And I'm not suggesting that we go back to that either. What I'm saying is, if we change society's structure radically, then we should expect strange results. And this is one of those strange results, where you've got young men who do everything they can. Can, and now they're told they can't even have a male-only space. You know, the, you won't be able to find a, a You would never be able to set up something that was just for young men only, just a, ma- a male-only thing. And it when would be
0: far right, it would be it would absolutely. be white supremacy. It would you
1: know a- absolutely. It would be it would be uh, the, the most misogynistic thing you can think of. And then when you get a space like the Call of Duty community that is like ninety-nine percent male, all you do is hear feminists whining about it, complaining, "Oh, we need more women representation in this. Why? Because we're not there." Well, why aren't you there? Because you didn't want to be there. You know, and now you can't even let these poor guys have their one thing, which is what that uh, I can't remember the name of the, the Twitch stream we got banned, but they, that was what he was complaining about. I said, like, look, we got bullied at school. We got picked on by like the attractive girls when they were the, with the the sports stars or whatever. You know, we were just the nerds, and now we built this thing that, you know, we made, and now you these attractive women are coming in and ruining for us. And it's like, I can understand why they're upset. I really can Oh, totally.
0: Oh, totally. I absolutely empathize but I will say this, in my opinion, in my, my worldly travels, hmm. and I know this, this will be my controversial statement, I believe men have it much, much better than women. Now, look, guys, according, but listen, listen, hear me out. OkCupid's okay, data shows that women, when they start their adult life, have on a scale of 0 to 100, 100% social value. And I'm not talking about sexual, I'm talking about social. Yeah. That means... If uh, an 18-year-old woman wants to get a job, it is significantly more likely, significantly more likely, like orders of magnitude, that she will be hired over a young man. And this means that male social value, at, starting at adulthood, is, is at the bottom of the barrel, almost nothing. Mm-hmm. Something starts to happen around, I think the age is 32. It, it can vary between 28 and 32, where yep. it starts to flip, where men become more valuable. So think about this. There's, there's, there, there are inherent problems that we're going to face as a society, which I'll get to after this point, with, with what's happening to our society. But women get a great start. And, and, and the thing is, I think a lot of them don't realize it. I think a lot of women in their 20s, why they're so hardcore feminists thinking everything's wrong is, what do you think happens if you start your adult life with peak social value and then into your mid-20s, it starts going down? It starts feeling like the world is unfair, even though you've had all of these advantages. They then get angry when they see men are doing better in their careers but men started at the bottom. What happens then is these young men who are now becoming successful feel like everything is great. And so you end up with a lot of guys who are like, maybe the women are right. My life is fantastic. Not realizing they think life is fantastic because they came from the gutter. Mm. And so there's going to be a social repercussion there. But first, let me say for men, as you do become more valuable, as you become older, you you become more rugged in your looks. Young women, according to OK Cupid, predominantly, it's like the peak male uh, 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 sexual value age is something like 38 to 45. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you go through this hardship for sure. But if you make it out, eventually you become substantially more valuable than these women for oh, a yeah. much longer period of time. So if a woman is valuable from most of her life until she's about 32, men from, you know, from zero to 32 are less valuable, but f- uh, from 32 to f- to 75 for the rest of your life, you do have more value in terms of social uh, value, uh, in terms of society. Mm-hmm. So I, I, so right now, I would argue that there are a lot of advantages men have in terms of how our society still is. And there's going to be ramifications for this because as I explained a moment ago, how men are kind of going like, man, my life is so great. You know, my, my income is up, my job is better. Maybe some of these women are right. You end up with these male feminist types who then support the women who want to maintain that max 100% social value for the rest of their lives, that can actually present a problem. Now I do, I do think it's a problem that we would value women less simply because they, they become older. Certainly they're valuable members of society, regardless of your, your, your sex, gender, whatever, you know, if, so that means that, it is good that women are getting careers, are becoming specialists, and, and less women are relying on being mothers and, and relying on being beautiful, I should say. Not, not so much as anything wrong with being a mother. What, what I, what I should clarify to say if you re, if you rely on being beautiful for for resources, that's yeah, not going to last you. If
1: you know. you're exploiting your looks. You know.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so while for a period of time that made sense, right? Women would – I'm beautiful. They wear a dress. They would attract men, and then they would become good wives, raise families, and they would get half of the man's money. It doesn't work that way anymore. So there's pros and there's cons. This means that women can maintain a a higher societal value into older age, and it means that as men get older, they now have to compete with that as well, which means young women have a maximum societal value for being young and beautiful and desired by men and women alike, and now they're going to maintain a steady base of being careerists, and young men start at zero and then have to compete with even. So basically, one prediction I might say could happen is that you'll have women starting their life with a max societal value, which, again, is according to research. It's not just my opinion. It oh, yeah, yeah. could be wrong. You guys know, can look it up. Men starting near the bottom and then evening out, meaning men will be, you know, get in the short end of the stick and then later on just be even with, with women in terms of societal value. So, I mean, and this is not to make a comment on historical patriarchy or anything like that. It's just literally no, no. based on how society values men and women and for the time being. I, men are substantially more valuable at an older age than women and so i think feminists want to correct that but there's going to be you know honestly questions for everybody
1: i i think that's always been the case though i think that young men have always been essentially disposable and uh kind of oh, totally. kind of valueless you know i mean they, they've always done the grunt work and you know and that can that can range from digging the ditches to going over the trenches um women have never been expected to do that obviously and they're still not expected to do that. And this is the thing. The feminists will never complain about the inequality in sewer cleaners or bin men or something like that. You know, they'll never complain. Some, it's not, they'll, ne- they'll never say it's bin have. person, will they? Come on. Some, some have.
0: There was an article I saw about women garbage, uh, garbage, uh, garbage women to say really? where they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. like, you know, the, the exception One. to the rule, yeah. not the, yeah. you know, the rule yeah. itself. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you'll you'll never see like a, a hashtag movement to get women in in rubbish disposal, um, and and this is the thing it's it it's the scales are definitely weighted at at the, this point in their lives when they're young, and I mean it's. Irresponsible to let young women think that it's going to be like this forever, because it's really not. I mean, the 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 MGTOWs have the term the wall, which is the point in the probably the early thirties where the woman starts losing her looks and young. And this the famous example of this is Jessica Valenti. When she was about twenty eight, she wrote an article for the Guardian saying, "Oh, men cat call me all the time. It's the worst thing in the world." And then five years later, when she's like thirty three, she writes an article saying, "Men don't cat call me anymore. It makes me feel bad." And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The famous,
0: it's a famous meme photo.
1: It, it is. And it, but it, it, it makes the point precisely because this is exactly what happens. When Jessica, when Jessica Valenti was young and attractive, she got a lot of male attention and she was running around screeching about the patriarchy. And now she doesn't get male attention. She has nothing to blame it on but the patriarchy. And it's like, well, you know, you weren't considering you know, you know, it your own situation.
0: What I, what I find particularly interesting in all of this, and one argument I've made, is that I got into a lot of flack for this. as a controversial statement that feminism is actually trying to diminish or destroy femininity. Hmm. And immediately a bunch of, fe- like I actually said this to a group of my feminist friends, because believe it or not, right? Pe- there's a lot of people who think I'm conservative. I'm not. Who think I have conservative friends. I don't. Like everyone I hang out with is a pot smoking, hippie, liberal yeah. feminist. You know, they voted for Hillary and Bernie. Yeah. And I told them this, they argued with me and I said, but listen, let me explain, okay? How, how often, how much of the rhetoric is about getting men to be stay at home dads? Only a tiny bit. A tiny bit. Because it exists. It does. How oh, much of the, the rhetoric? There's
1: quite a lot, really.
0: But, I mean... but, but for the most part, the rhetoric is women should be CEOs. Women oh, yeah,
1: should be absolutely. in STEM. Women, the, women the, the, are, these, things are These things are intertwined. I mean, they, they, you know, it's, it's the, the other side of the same coin. You know, women should be CEOs. Men should be stay-at-home dads. And that's, you but, know, that's naturally, that's logically consistent, at least.
0: But how much of on TV, how much of the Twitter fights is about men being stay-at-home dads? Do you see feminists going out and protesting, demanding that, you know, stay-at-home dads are respected in, in media? Well, no, 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 no. They're, they're, they're demanding diversity quotas to get women of color in Google, right? Yeah. So what, the reason why I say it's, it's diminishing or even destroying femininity is that not, I'm not trying to define what femininity is. I'm just simply looking back to the traditional roles, and I'm not saying traditional roles are right or wrong, just simply. If you go back even 100 years, you can see that women raised families and men did the hunt, right? They did the labor, the work yeah. to, br- to be the breadwinners. There was a masculine role and a feminine role. And I think you, uh, people have actually argued that the feminine role is significantly more important because it creates humanity. It raises people to be leaders. It raises men and women alike to be successful leaders to then carry on society. And men were always disposable because the, 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 there's a, a really, I don't know if you're a fan of Fallout, but there was um, uh, in the Fallout series- For those that aren't familiar, it's about a nuclear war. Big game just came out, and there's underground vaults. In one of them, they had 199 men and one woman, and in another, they had 99 women and one man. And that got me thinking. You know, so I I did some reading, and and basically the idea is simple: if your society has every single man but one die, you are totally fine because one man can, you know, reproduce with many women. But Mm -hmm. the inverse is not true, and thus society has always found. The, that women are extremely, extremely important. And this evolved in a certain way. But back to my main point, you then ended up with traditional roles, masculine and, and feminine, or, you know. And so now most of feminism, feminism is advocating for women to move to the masculine side of things, but there is significantly less for both to be in the feminine side of things. So there are, there are people who I think are actually reasonable feminists. You know, my mom, for instance, she always says, women should have equal opportunity And, uh, you know, when it comes to applying for a job should be weighed the same as no one else, they shouldn't be discriminated against based on gender. But they should also be respected if they want to be mothers as well. I'm like 100%. Mm. But I think we lose that. And now a lot of the argument is, why can't women, you know, be in this field? Why can't women do this? Well, certainly, I I can understand why you're concerned about gender discrimination in various industries, right? There's very little discussion about masculine, you know, individuals becoming feminine, of, of advocating for the other direction. It's mm-hmm. all moving to masculinity. It's all moving to combat roles. Getting women in combat was a big thing. You know, getting women in engineering was a big thing. More women yeah. in gaming, <clears throat> These are traditionally things dominated by men. Yeah. Where are where are the calls for men to get into to medical profession? Where are the calls for men to become teachers? It exists, but it's significantly less. Yeah. And the social professions are considered the more feminine roles, the more nurturing. And they are typically advocating for women to do the more masculine roles, right? Hmm.
1: But I, I think um get getting getting back to sort of the, the main point quickly. Um the the <laughs> I think that if you're a young woman and you've suddenly found yourself with a lot of young men uh spamming your feed with all this nonsense, um honestly, I mean, it's because it's because society is going through a period of change that we don't really understand. I mean it would have been different had a 100 years ago social media been invented then things would have been very strange, but it wouldn't have been as it is now. In fact, you would have had a different outcome, uh, you know, pr- presumably some sort of traditionalist housewife competition on the Internet, you know, who can have the best baked pies or something. But since you now have young women and the, these women become absolute artists when it comes to their makeup as well. And this is, I mean, I'm sure that everyone's seen the the sort of video, the time-lapse video, of a very very plain-looking oriental woman who then does everything to her face, and then suddenly she's a a beautiful geisha or whatever. Um, It's the same thing with women all across the world. They work very hard on their makeup, and it raises their level of attractiveness and when you're when you've got the ability to frame every photo exactly as you want it to to maximize this you and you're in complete control of the the image that you put out on the internet it becomes very easy to i think get a distorted picture of your own self-worth especially yeah. when you've got thousands and thousands of guys saying oh you're so attractive oh i think you're beautiful and it i think it's i think it's frankly something that women need to think about how, how attractive are you really because the chances are you're around a five and how attractive is that guy who's just asking you out because the chances are he's about a five two and about a hundred years ago you'd probably already be married to him so and and
0: but you know. and, and and for those who are rolling their eyes anybody who's watching going like not a five no no, no five is the middle
1: that yeah exactly average, yeah, yeah. you're
0: literally going to be in the middle
1: that's why i chose a five because you're probably about yeah. average most people are you <laughs> exactly. know um so yeah you know you're you're between a four and a six mostly um and and i mean you know people people say oh the the you know they, there's the meme of sort of like she's a six out of ten who thinks she's a ten you know and things like this it, it's and it's understandable yeah. why people have these kind of distorted views of themselves yeah. and so you know at the, at the end of the day there are there are genuine problems you know there, there are genuine problems with young men who can't find relationships because women honestly think they're not good enough and then when women these women get older they can't find a relationship because they spent their their youth and their attractive years i don't want to say being promiscuous but not settling down you know it's not necessarily the same as being promiscuous but choosing to be uh sort of mercurial in your relationships moving from relationship to relationship and you know i can understand why you do it but you're not helping yourself when it comes to the long run because you know when you're 40 and you can't get a date and you're writing another yet another article on you know the huffington post or the daily mail or whatever outlet saying well i'm 40 i've got a career i'm really intelligent i earn this much why can't i find a man to date me you don't you don't seem to think that like you've got to realize that you need a toy boy at that point you know you can't look for a man that you find you've got to find a man you know, and, and, but this is the thing. And then, then men at uh, that point are massively resentful because they, they went through their youth unable to actually have a relationship and form a stable partnership themselves. And
0: I think, I think um, what we're seeing is an extreme tightening of the alpha male's dominance in society, yeah. right? So, as you mentioned earlier, there was a study, I believe it was OKCupid, that found that 20% of, of the men get all of the women, even the ugly ones, like even the low, I, I'm not trying to be mean, but even the, the, on the lower scale of beauty. Yeah. There, I think it's tightening. I think what we're seeing now is it's that, that number is probably getting even smaller and smaller and smaller yes. because of the internet, the, you know, think about this before the internet, how could 20% of men get all of the women? Well, because a woman, you know, a woman could only meet so many men in her area, but now because mm-hmm. of the internet, you can literally seek out directly to that top number one person and they, th- that one guy will get messages from women. Right. So yep. There have been these funny, I don't want to call them necessarily experiments, but kind of like so, social pseudo online experiments done by a lot of people in the incel community where they totally. make Chad accounts on Twitter, on, on, on Tinder, Twitter, on Tinder. And then they have like a big, you know, muscular, you know, attractive man. And they make the profile the most awful thing you can imagine. And then they post the results from women saying, I don't care. Right. Yeah. I, I don't care how awful you. One guy said he went to jail for beating his, beating his ex-wife. And then he finally got out. And there's responses from women being like, so what? You're hot. Right. Be- because of the Internet, it's making it so the local, you know, one, one thing I read, too, is kind of kind of deviation is that we're all introverted now. We don't mm-hmm. go out. We don't talk to people. These things aren't happening anymore. It's all on the Internet. We're looking for something. It's not there. And you know what, man, I'll just I'll just end by saying this because I could go on for a million years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's multi. What does Jordan Peter say? It's multivaried in, in, yep. in what's happening, why the fertility yep. rates are down. Why young millennials aren't getting uh, why young men aren't going to school, why they aren't getting jobs, why millennials aren't buying homes, why they aren't having families.
1: They aren't even having I'm, sex.
0: I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I know, like, so different.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. When, when, when I was their age, it was totally the other way around. But um. but yeah, I, and I think that if you're a young woman watching this and you're rolling your eyes or something, um, just think about your own long term interests. You know, because like the whole thing with the Tinder profiles, you know, like the, this is women looking for a short-term interest that they're trying to satisfy. But do you think that men are men are aware of what you're doing? I mean, they have nicknames that aren't very flattering for these kind of women, and they they know they you know they talk to one another about you in their social spheres and things like this. Like the these things all have an effect, and it would be wise for you to make choices and that would be long-term in your 20s, as people often had to do back in the day. uh, Because otherwise, when in 20 years' time, you're going to find it's difficult because there is kind of an iron law in place when it comes to attractiveness, and especially for women. And it doesn't get better, it just gets worse. So you should take advantage of the attractiveness you have when you're young and use that to build for your future. And if you want your future to include a husband, a house, and children then you should make those plans in your 20s. That's you know, the best you know, time to do it.
0: I think, I think I've seen some profiles on OKCupid from women saying they don't want to work. And I'm not trying to, not disrespectful. This is, there are profiles in my area where they were like, I want to be a mom. I want to be a stay-at-home mom and raise a family. But I guess I can't do that anymore. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's true. And I've also talked to some friends who are, you know, women who are about, you know, 27, 28, who said they're really concerned with trying to make sure they have a career but can have a family too. Mm-hmm. Because the problem is if, uh, so uh, uh, another story, right? So I know two people, they're both managers and event promoters for, for high profile individuals.
1: Mm-hmm. One
0: has a massive, um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking? He's got a list of people he represents who are famous yeah. and the woman does not, and she's struggling. And what she told me was that she had a kid and because she decided to have a family, it pulled her away from a career. And while they were both in the same place at one point, she stopped for family. He kept going. Mm-hmm. Then, when she finally got back into career, he was leaps and bounds ahead of her, and she already had younger male competition on par with her, who knew about newer things, and she yeah. was struggling to compete. So, you know, so I've talked to young, uh, some of my younger female friends who are like, "If I stop now to to have a family with with my significant other, what happens then if we get divorced in a few years? What if we never get married? How will I support that kid? I'm not going to have a career or a job, you know, things of that nature." And the same can be true for men, right? If if a guy chooses to have a kid, he's going to have to support that kid, and it and it could be yeah, a pro of course and a con- as well. But,
1: but the the social pressure to get married is being alleviated on everyone. You know, the, the marriage rates are, are all time lows. People just and, aren't getting and married, look, and
0: and this is a problem for women, not men. Yeah, <laughs> it's because because yeah. men don't have to bear children, right? And so I've, it's, I've, it's I it's not
1: even a... that. It's not even that. It's it's that when a man reaches forty. He can find a 28-year-old woman yep. who wants to settle down a lot easier than a 40-year-old woman can start a family. That's just the way yep. it is.
0: Yeah, and, and this, this is one of the things I've talked to my feminist friends about who they acknowledge this, right? I wouldn't say it's not representative of every feminist everywhere because you certainly have the regressive, intersectional. Yeah, you know, in, in,
1: in general, though.
0: I, I, I will say, too, like a, a lot of people think the Internet is real life sometimes and, and to an extent it can be right. James yeah. Gunn did get fired. The movie was pretty much canceled because of Mike Cernovich's, you know, finding these tweets. But most of the women I know who are feminists don't have extremely strong opinions at all. They might have a general idea of something, but are willing to talk to you about it. And then you see these these Internet hordes and it's kind of like. But, you know, one thing they say to me is, well, I, I, I feel like I just said this, you know, they, they fully understand there's a point where they have to decide, are they going to take time out and they have to do it soon. But your younger years are, are key in building that career and becoming successful. And, and so what I've told them is like, listen, I'm for gender equality. I'm 100 percent. But feminists, anti-feminists, whatever, you have to recognize no matter what you do, there will always be a, a, a disadvantage that women have based on several factors. For one, when it comes to physical jobs, men tend to be taller, they tend to have more bone mass, muscles. They don't have to bear children. That means if a man chooses, if a man and a woman both at 28 completely equal in everything. They went to the same schools, got the same grades, got the same job, meet and said let's have a family, the woman has to at least take some time off to to bear the child and give birth. The man does not. The man can then, you know, support the woman for sure, but there still will always be a biological disadvantage that women have when it comes to the workplace. And I don't know if that's possible to overcome. Unless now that we're not having families anymore, we—I don't know—I don't know what we do or how this happens. But it—it feels like things are going to start breaking down. You know, yes. it's just not going to work out. Whatever we're doing in society right now cannot last forever, because you have very different cultures mm-hmm. who don't believe in this complete liberal freedom, who believe in tradition and having families. And they continue to have families and expand. And this is this is not just you know some people might be think, might think I'm talking about Islam, but it's just Abrahamic religion. It's religion in general.
1: They have it's families. It's not. It's not even just religion. It's just most people outside of the developed West. Right. This is ju- you know it doesn't matter what their religion is. This is just the hon- honestly, I think that what we're what we're dealing with is the curse of affluence. It's because I mean yeah. most people most people got married because they needed to like, and this this is why. The, the old stereotype of women always trying to improve their men, you know, they'd, they'd marry a guy who they realized wasn't perfect and then work on him. He'd be a, he'd be their project that they would, you know, they would work on him. And the stereotype no longer exists because women just aren't getting married. So, I mean, I, I guess the final thing I'd say is that, ladies, if you're watching this and you're like, I don't like that until he's only a five out of 10. Well, you need to work on him. You need to get together with him and make him more than what he was because without your help, I, young men tend to not want to bother. They tend to check out and just sit there and drink beer and play Xbox all day on a minimum wage job, and they don't care. They're happy that way because a lot of the yep. time, the women were the impetus for the man to improve himself. So... And
0: and men aren't under a time constraint. No. So we're hearing about women graduating college more than men, but I'm pretty sure, look, man, I know, I know some guys who are 33 who just vape all day playing, yeah. you know, fallout and other video games and are like, whatever, it's cool. Yeah. I don't they don't care. I got nothing they're to they're happy. Life's easy. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I guess to kind of wrap everything up, yeah. we started talking about the thought audit. And I think what was interesting, the reason why I wanted to have this conversation with, with with you, Sargon, because it kind of turned into what's the underlying issue of why so many young men are upset and reporting these women to the IRS. Yeah. And, you know, my, my final analysis is that I think it's an emotional reaction. It's not going to be effective. The IRS is probably not going to do no. anything. But- it, it's it's it feels like a victory for so many young men who feel like society has wronged them. Yeah. Uh, unfor- unfortunately, I think many there's too many young men who blame women as a whole instead of yes. realizing there is a subset of women who are exploitative, who are manipulative and mean and nasty. And that's true for men as well. And if feminists only focus on the worst of men and, you know, uh, men or men's rights activists or whoever, only Mm focus on the worst of women, you're going to have a a distorted picture of what the world is really like. And and it's difficult. I don't know if, I don't know what the solution is, but I certainly empathize with everybody, right? I understand if you're angry. And I will also say that one thing that's often overlooked in the conversation about incels, you see a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of, you know, like moderate centrist and liberal women, I see them saying this, people who are, you know, pro-free speech and all that, saying, oh, men should improve themselves, improve themselves. But one thing that's often overlooked is that, there there's some there are some people who are literally a 2 out of 10 right yeah. and I, and I and I and I empathize with those people and jordan peterson has talked something of, a little bit about this what do you do as a society for those who are the stupidest or the ugliest or the bottom of the barrel something has to be done you can't just throw them aside and i think that's why a lot of people respect you know and and follow what he says but I, that's my final thoughts i don't know if you want to wrap say anything before we wrap up
1: no it's 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 probably going to get worse before it gets better frankly is my opinion and the thing is it's I think that when you're at the apex, like you say, they've got maximum social value when they're young, young women. Uh, And it's hard to explain someone who's currently enjoying the fruits of being at the apex. I mean, privilege is invisible to those who have it. It's it's hard to explain to them that it won't always be this way and it would be wise for them to make sensible decisions now. Um, I don't think I don't think we're going to be able to just persuade them, frankly.
0: And I'll, I'll end by saying this. You're right. Privilege is invisible. We said privilege is invisible to those who have it. Is that what you said? Yeah,
1: that's, that, that's what the feminists it, say.
0: Right. And it's true for yes. men and women. But I don't know how we quantify who has it better or worse. Certainly the feminists will say men have it better. Men's rights activists will say women have it better. But the reality is there's probably certain areas where men have it better or, or women don't and women have it better where men don't. And how do you quantify it? I really just don't know. But anyway, thanks for, thanks for hanging out, man. This was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be, but it was a good conversation. Um, for those sense. that are watching... You can follow me on Twitter, TimCast. I'll have some more videos up on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews at 6 p.m. I assume many of you know Sargon, but I don't know if you want to mention your channels or Twitter. I don't know if you're I just, not on Twitter,
1: Just Google Sargon of the Cad and my YouTube channel will come up.
0: All right. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. And I'll see you all next time.